What's up, gang? This is the Sam Berger Show with Kyle Wakefield. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sam Berger Show. I'm your host, Sam Berger, joined as always by my co-host and my producer extraordinaire, Kyle, no longer the kid Wakefield, who just got married. Kyle, boom! What's up, baby? Congratulations! Yes, married man. I appreciate it. I'm surprised I still have extraordinaire uh, on my title after last after last time's mishap. It's been a while because last time we recorded. I had myself on mute, so we had to throw the entire episode away. And it stunk because I thought it was a pretty good episode. But we were naive anyways. All our t- takes stunk. I said the Pats were going to the Super Bowl at that point. I think you said the Pats or Mac Jones was like the few, all this stuff. It was all st- all dumb. All the takes were wrong and everything. So I guess it's good that it's wiped off the internet. We don't look like total jack wagons after that. But thank you. I am a married man. It only goes downhill or uphill from here, however you look at it. Definitely goes downhill. And I was going to tell everybody, I wasn't going to tell them about what happened uh, last time. I, I was going to make our, our ship look professional over here. No, but I, apparently you want to throw us under the bus, which is fine. You not know, us, it, dude. I'll it, throw myself. It had nothing to do with you. It was 100% producer error. So but I it apologize. Was a, it was a tremendous show. And that's the only part that was frustrating. But you know what? The good news is we have another tremendous show. With a right lot of now. wrong opinions, though. So I guess I think we dodged a bullet. Wrong- opinions nobody's going to be right here no one said we were going to be right but we're going to be fun and we're going to have a good time and we're going to have hot takes whether they're they're right that's anybody's guess but i we, like we were talking about before we jumped on the air there's so much going on right now i just i have no plan tonight i usually have some notes an agenda an order of of, of business you know chronologically nothing tonight so i want to touch on a little bit of everything if that's okay with you that is perfectly fine by me like you said, it's kind of a mix. It's there's not a whole. Well, I guess March Madness is like that's the big big thing. But like obviously, baseball season hasn't started. Playoffs haven't started for NBA or NHL. Football's in its off season, but it's still a whole lot going on and a not yeah. a whole lot going on type of thing. So March sneaky one of the better sports months, I think. So let's and it's dial crazy it up. Let's this get into year. It. Yeah, let's get into it because this year's a little different. You know, baseball, your favorite sport, just got out of a 99 day lockout. And it's made things really interesting and really fun over the last two weeks. And I say that because NFL is in the midst of free agency, which literally just began uh, legally before we got on the air. The legal tampering period was two days ago. And now Major League Baseball free agency is in March for the first time, I want to say, maybe ever. And so there's it, it's great for fans, but it's not great for fans of New England teams right now because your New England Patriots and my Boston Red Sox have done absolutely nothing to improve themselves or make themselves better. So my initial question to you, my friend, and we're going to start with football because that really is the national pastime right now. And that really is the sport that's most popular here in Boston. So my question is what in God's name is Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft and the Patriots organization doing after last year, and their spending spree like they had never seen before. First off, not national pastime. That will always be baseball. Let's get that out on that. I can't believe you, a baseball fanatic, 
even uttered those words. But regardless, it's not it the national pastime. Football is more popular all across the country. Yeah, do you know close. What, do you know what pastime means? Yeah, I know what pastime means. What's it mean? Oh, ladies first. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. America's <laughs> pastime will always be baseball. Football is no doubt the most popular sport, but their pastime will always be baseball. A pastime is something that passes time, hence the word pastime. Can you not, focus, please? Yes, not enough games in football to be considered a pastime. There's only 16, and you watch it so intently, and you're hanging on every down. Regardless, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. It, it, they're, they're not doing anything. I'll tell you that. How about this? They're not doing anything. I'll tell you that much. They no, no, wait. That's not true. It's not they're not doing anything. They're doing stuff. They're but they're doing the everything to make themselves worse. They just got rid of their three best players. My and, guy, and gonna, Shaq Mason. Yeah, Shaq Mason, who's an offensive lineman, but he was voted by you know the people that know in the know as your top player, Kyle, for a fifth-round draft pick. J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. And Ted Karras, who, you know, whatever, offensive line, also gone. They're, they're selling. They're not buying after last year's spending spree. What in God's name is happening? Do you at all think that they're opening up for a big splash? They better be because they have a lot of competition. They, they have to go against Patrick Mahomes. They have to go against Josh Allen. And by the way, just before we got on the air, you probably didn't see this because you're sleeping and it, you know in your little hospital bed and no one else can see that, but I can. You know, in your in your in your cradled position. I don't have um, a desk. <laughs> the Bills just signed Von Miller. Really. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's just the latest in your competition getting better while you continue to get worse. And uh, Chandler Jones just went to the Raiders as well. Another AFC guy. Josh McDaniels is scooping up everybody. He took Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden, our guy. He went to the the Raiders? Yeah, and Jacob uh, Johansson, your fullback. Whatever his name is. Man, I like Bolden. I, I know Bolden was whatever. Sure. I just I always liked him. But and I, I know you're saying all this talent in the AFC. Obviously, the big one, Russell Wilson to Denver. So yeah, it's crazy. It's uh it's a little interesting to see all this happening while the Patriots kind of just stand idle by. Um, I guess if you're one of those guys, it's in the in Bill we trust. You have to be. I mean, unless you just want to totally get frustrated and blow your brains out, you got to kind of go within Bill you trust. Because what else is there? I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm a big, I like the big uglies. I like the guys up front. I like the linemen. Shaq Mason was a stud. He's one of the best guards in the league. You have a young quarterback in Mac Jones, and I'm a Mac Jones fan. What are you doing getting rid of good players on the line? No, you I know, didn't. I get you need the skill guys, blah, blah, blah. Skill guys, I just saw this is kind of different thought. Uh, Titans just waved Julio Jones. So say we do pick up Julio Jones, which I would like. He's, he's, he's if he doesn't have any time. time in the pocket to get okay. him the ball, there's no point of having Julio Jones. You need to patch up this line. Isaiah Wynn is young, but he can't prove that he can stay on the field. Trent Brown, their best lineman, still a free agent. They haven't re-signed him. Who knows? Maybe he goes back to Vegas. He just keeps going flip-flopping back and forth, reunites with McDaniel. So I don't know what's going on. It's, Let me ask you a question about Shaq Mason before you go on. Let me ask you a question about Shaq. Yeah. So he he um, was traded, as you know, for a fifth-round pick to, of all clubs, of all teams, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers to protect the GOAT. Right. What, what, Bill couldn't find a better t- uh, situation for a, a team to take a fifth-rounder. He's got to go to – I mean, that's like adding insult to injury, no? Maybe uh, the Bucks. they're saying that – Arians and Brady, they're not getting along. Maybe they 
Canarians and uh, Bill resigns and goes down to New England South and takes over down there. Maybe that's what that he's would, doing. That would be a hell of a Resigns story. Gronk. Edelman comes out of retirement. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> this will all be well, though, because no, I know we said this earlier. In order for this to make sense, there has to be one final shoe to drop. They're doing all this. They're playing chess while they play checkers, all those cliches of Bill. Here's what's happening. I'll tell you right now. Deshaun Watson is not coming to the New England Patriots. Oh, you were teasing me. I almost got excited. Is not coming to the New England Patriots. Deshaun Watson is going to the Cleveland Browns. And my man, Baker Mayfield. No, don't say it. Don't say it. He's not coming. No. To the New England Patriots. No, no, he's not. And Mac Jones will be going to the Indianapolis Colts in a three-team trade. Stop now it. hear me out. You're getting crazy. If you remember back in 2017, 18? What year did Baker get drafted? It was either 17 or 18. Baker Mayfield had links to the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick was rumored. I think we talked about this on this show a couple years back. Bill Belichick had connections and really liked Baker Mayfield. And this was when Brady was still on the team, but they were going to go up and get him. And I think it was the year before Brady, like it was Brady's last season. He would have backed up for one season. Baker was 2018, by the way. Yeah, 2018. All right. So he ended up going number one overall and Bill couldn't get up. Like if he fell, if say who's in that draft, I know Darnold was Allen, Rosen, um, Lamar Jackson. It was actually a pretty good draft. Didn't actually turn up that good of a draft, but uh, if he ended up falling, say Josh Allen got taken number one overall or Lamar Jackson, something like that. Bill, there were rumors that he was going to go up and try to get Baker, try to get him at like that 10. If he fell to 10, something like that. I think Rosen went 10 to the Cardinals. If they flip-flop, he was going to go at him. So Bill has been waiting on my guy, Baker Mayfield. We're doing a three-team trade or four-team, however team, however many teams you need it. Deshaun to Cleveland, uh, Baker to New England, Mack to Houston. That would make sense. Then everyone gets their quarterback. So boom, Baker will be the savior. Baker Mayfield. New England Patriots starting quarterback 2022. Heard it here on the Sam Berger show first. I don't want to. I don't want to touch too much on this because I think that your Baker take is 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 horse crap. I, I think there's no way in hell that happens. But just let's let's play let's play a game here. Let's play a hypothetical. Let's say that does happen. And by the way, for everybody's information, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I will. About a week ago, I, I clearly stated on Twitter. Uh, that uh, Baker, uh, that Deshaun Watson would be a member of the Cleveland Browns or the Miami Dolphins um, within the next week. So uh, the timeline here, I think there's no doubt he's going to the Browns or or the Dolphins. And if he goes to the Dolphins, that's even worse for the Patriots because you got Deshaun now in addition to Mahomes and Allen and and Her- Herbert J- Justin Herbert. Herbert, I call him Herbert because that's my French take on uh, his name, pronunciation. But uh, how does the New England Patriots compete with that? And my question, though, Kyle, is is Mac Jones a downgrade from Baker Mayfield? Or is Baker Mayfield, in your opinion, an upgrade, I should say, from Mac Jones? Yeah, I think so. Baker's still young. Uh Here's my last last thing on Baker, and I I won't bore everyone with this. I know I'm a Baker stan, but – I just I can't believe the fans of Cleveland. I, I read a blog today. I forgot, I think it was on Barstool, something like that. It was their Cleveland writer, and he's essentially I don't know thirties around my age, give or take like that. You have seen one playoff victory as a Cleveland Browns fan in your entire life, in your entire fandom. You've seen one playoff victory, and that is because of Baker Mayfield. 
They were a fumble away from beating the Chiefs and going to the AFC Championship one year ago in 2020. And they're just running this guy out of town. He's the best quarterback. They have that infamous jersey with all the team, all the names for the last 20 years that start with Tim Couch and go all the way through Johnny Manziel and whoever it was, Brian Hoyer, Tyrod Taylor, all these guys, all the way through there. They finally got their guy. They won a playoff game last year. People I, Are people just overlooking the fact that he had literally one shoulder this season? He had His left shoulder was tore off his rotator cuff. He played hurt all season. He hurt it in the first game of the season. And they're just running this guy out of town. And, again, I know I'm biased, but it's just like the grass isn't always greener. Who out there that's available, and I know I guess Deshaun Watson. I do get Deshaun Watson's better than Baker Mayfield. I get it. But take him out of the equation. Forget about him for now. I guess you had Russell Wilson. He was available. Denver ended up getting him. Rodgers was never really available. Who, who, like, who's an upgrade that's available for Baker Mayfield? You know, How about those gonna... quarterbacks in the AFC West right now? How about those quarterbacks? Watson? I mean, not Watson. Um, Justin Herbert? Yeah, they're uh, not available. Russell Wilson? No, I'm saying Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying that's your competition right now. You're in the AFC East. Forget about the Bills who are going to win the division with, your, with their eyes closed. With the way you're stacked right now. But you have to go against those three quarterbacks in the NFC in the AFC West. You don't have a chance. You, you need to do something big, like you're talking about. Is is Allen Robinson? The Were you big not listening to anything right I said? Now? This is just Why? not even. This just isn't even close. That was just a totally different conversation. Yeah, I mean, I told you before we started. There's no agenda today. We're going all over the place. That was just that was wild. That was literally like you 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 looked concerned and acted like you were about to go off of my point, and you just totally hijacked it went somewhere oh, yeah, else no, I yeah the afc it. quarterbacks are good we said that at the beginning of the show mac jones he's not he's not the top tier all right fine listen tom brady because I, I we have a lot to talk about today tom brady's back that was crazy yeah. what yeah what but it you were taking really a picture unexpected. just on you're taking a picture and you zoned out and you weren't listening and you went you just went totally left you zigged what, what, when i was zagging yeah I, that's what i do i yang and you yang what what's the deal with this guy i mean he's our guy He's been our guy for a long, long time. Who? Tom Brady? Tommy. What was it? Is, is it? He's just all about himself. Is he not? Like, what? Is this something that, uh, you know, people? Uh, I mean, obviously, I care about it because uh, this is what I do. I mean, I'm a sports guy, but it's gonna and it's great to have him back in the league. But it's really about his brand right now. He's 40 days in that with a family, and he's he's already he's already saying he's he's unretired. Is this sort of Brett Farvish, or is this kind of just? Something he has to do. Does he have to just play? Why did he bother with that whole thing two months ago? Why didn't he just say, I'm going to take my time, think about whether I want to come back or not, and then make his decision? Because next time he goes, next time he says, peace out, I'm not going to give him this whole to-do and this production and, and cry over his loss. No, no more. Sorry, Tommy. That's it. You're gone next time. Bye. It's over. You did. You had your, you had your, you know, your day in, in court, if you will. That's not even the right expression. You know what I mean. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he like even bothered retiring. I don't know why he made the decision so quick. To that's my point. Even over. Yeah, I think everyone kind of thinks that. It's, I think that's kind of a unanimous thing. I don't know why he clearly wasn't at peace with his decision. So I don't even know why he came out and said it in the first place. So I don't like it's. It is. I feel like everyone's freaking out over it and saying like, I don't know. I didn't think he was gonna stay retired. I didn't think he should retire. So I'm not surprised that he came back. I guess I don't, a lot of people are twist or connecting the dots, like you said. To, it's this big ego thing, and he wants to stay in the media, and he can I I just think he wants to keep playing football. 
the the report that he was going to go to Miami. Uh, I think Ben Volan of the of the Herald or Glo- I think he's the Globe uh, was reporting on. It. I was listening to EEI the other day, and he said that he wanted to go to the Dolphins to be like a Jeter role in the front office type of thing um, and team up with Sean Payton, who was going to coach Miami. And then that Brian Flores thing came out and it just totally blew everything up. So maybe, so what he was saying, what Volan was saying is that happened. That was the plan. And then once that got blown up, he was sitting around and he's like, man, well, I guess I'll just play now. Like I I don't want to just sit here and do nothing. So I know that seems kind of crazy, but I don't know. That seems pretty logical to me. He probably just like feels better now too, and maybe maybe it's one of those things. He he mean he announces whatever his retirement like a week after the season ended. His body probably felt like crap, and then I don't know a month later after all his rehab and vacation and all that stuff, he's probably like, oh, I feel good. I can play another season, you know. So I don't know. I I I like it. I want him to play as long as possible. I don't I don't understand the Tom Brady hate. I'm not saying you are you're hating on him or anything. Just like you hear a lot. I feel like you either have to love him still and like be a Tampa Bay fan or hate him. It's like, why can't we just accept that we're watching the greatest of all time play in well into his forties at this point? Like how ridiculous that is. Why can't we just be happy and like entertained with how crazy this is? I don't It's cool. Like keep playing forever. I hope he wins another four Super Bowls. you know? Yeah. Yeah. The and it feels between, better when Tom Brady's in it. Right. Right. I hear you. And the difference between Favre and Brady right now is that, Brady wasn't playing poorly last year. He finished second in the MVP voting. He should have so Yeah, he, but he's still clearly – the point is he's got – he still has it, you know, in, in his abilities to to be the best, and he knows that, and I think that's why he didn't want to hang him up yet. So I think it's going to be fun to watch, see what happens. I mean, Tampa Bay is loading up again. They, they're getting all the receivers back. They're getting more weapons. They're, they're adding players. They're getting Shaq Mason from your Patriots. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. The, the problem I have to, to bring it back to, to the New England side of things is that all Bill and Robert Kraft are doing right now is subtracting. And the only people they seem to be adding are their older players, their older veterans, and their terrible and older coaches. And what I, when I say that, I mean, you have Joe Judge and Matt Patricia back on the staff. Josh McDaniels is gone. What are you doing? These guys are not good coaches, and you don't have the the talent to make that disappear. Their inabilities, do you know what I mean? So it's it's frustrating for a fan to sit back and look at and watch these additions and the subtractions just not compute, not make sense. You follow? Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. I don't get to. I mean, I could care less about coaches. That's that's too insight pencil neck geeky for me for sports I, yeah but it, but if well hold on if you don't believe in coaching no and i didn't say i don't believe it like i'm not gonna get worked up about the offensive coordinator or the special teams coach on a team like that's above my pay grade as a so fan. it's just the head coach for you because you said in belichick we trust what do you mean it's just i just i don't care well, about the coaches i care about the product on the field and like i trust that I don't know. They're all good. They're all figured out. Like I just, I can't in March get worked up about the special no, teams but, coach. No, but aren't you contradicting yourself if you say in Belichick we trust? But ah, the coaches don't really matter. I'm not saying they don't matter to the team. They don't matter to me. Like I, okay. I'm not a big enough right. like Patriots fan to care about the offensive coordinator and who they hire. I'll be straight up with you. And like I just trust that everyone in the NFL is good, and people know that. I obviously coaching is especially in the NFL. It's the it's wildly important. It's why they won so many Super Bowls is because Bill Belichick is such a good coach. But for me, I'm not going to be like, 
oh, we lost Dante Scarnecchia and we replaced him with Joe Judge. This is awful. Like, that's when you have four hours to fill on a Tuesday in March and you got to just talk about nonsense. That's for the for the professional talking heads. I'll, I'll admit I'm not, the, you know, it's like I, I'm not gonna. I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan. I, I'm not into, I don't need to get into that deep into it. Just give me a product on the field. I don't care how you get it. I don't care who the coaches are, who the players are. I just want to be entertained. That's Let me my ask you one more question. Fandom. No, I, I feel you. Let me, let me ask one more question on football and then we're going to move on because we are jumping around today. So we talked about earlier the, the big move, you know, the big move that this team could make. And look, there's been years past where, We've criticized this team, and then on day three, day four, they've added some significant talent, some significant players to this roster. What's left to be done for them right now? They're they're subtracting so many guys. You know, Dante Hightower coming back is not the answer. That's not going to put you over the edge when it comes to beating teams like the Chiefs and the Bills. So is there really even a big move left? Because the free agents are coming off the board fast and furious here, Kyle. I want Julio Jones now that I know I mentioned it earlier. He's never on the field. He's never on the field. Yeah, I mean, he's better than what you have. If he is on the field, he's better than anyone else you have. Why is Tennessee releasing him then? I I don't know. I because he was hurt and maybe he's caught. I don't know. I just like go get him. Why they do this? They used to do this all the time with people. You go, it doesn't work out. You cut him. You know, it's like sign him, whatever. But again, they used to do that when they had Brady, and now it's not really a destination. So he's probably not gonna. He wants to win. So, but uh. I don't know. I would like to see a wideout. You know, I, I like some excitement. I know I'm crazy. Call me nuts, but I like to be entertained when I watch my sports. So it's I would not like just a that. nice, big, no. athletic, fast. You're wideout. right. You're you're right. I, I actually agree with you. They need a wideout. And it's not just because we like excitement. The only reason that I'm saying that is one of the key things that they need to add to this team, this roster, is because they need to keep up with those other offenses. Mahomes and the, and the Bills in the AFC Championship game. They, they scored, what, a combined 125 points? I mean, with Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry, you're not going to be able to keep up with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. You're just not. So you need to add somebody, a go-to guy. You know who I love? I love the Jarvis Landry. I, get a guy like him. Bring yeah, him in. He visited, I like him. He visited the Falcons today. The Falcons. The Falcons who, if they get Deshaun Watson, then yeah, I get it. But otherwise, why are you bringing him in? You know, bring him to a team like – have him be the next Edelman, a guy who can be your, your go-to on that third down when you need that third down catch. Like, they have to do something like that. Anyway, let's move on. Can we move on? I was just going to – I was just had a great transition. I'll, I'll tee this one up for you. Moving on. Moving on to other things that I'm not a fan of, the Boston Bruins. I am no longer a fan. I know you – are a whoa, disgruntled whoa, you're fan. You're not a fan? I am not Bruins? a fan of the Boston Bruins whoa, any whoa, longer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Done. I need to sit down. Wait, I am. Fandom you... terminated. <laughs> talk to me, buddy, because this is this is a, a deal breaker. For terminated. Me. What do you mean? Tell it me. Talk to me. Nothing you know? to do with on the ice play. What what happened? What did, 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 they, did they take pictures of you or something? What happened? No, that'd be fine. This, no, next Saturday... Not this Saturday, a week from Saturday. My former Boston Bruins, your Boston Bruins, my former Boston Bruins are taking on the New York Islanders at home at the Garden, 1230 puck drop. 
What a great, what a great thing to do on a Saturday in Boston. Little matinee game. One of my great buddies is a diehard Islanders fan. He's from New York. He's actually from New York, then Texas, now into Massachusetts. So he's from New York by way of Dallas into Massachusetts. But he was a diehard Islanders fan. So we had this great idea. Let's go. Let's go to the game. Like I said, matinee game. Go have a couple adult beverages. Have some fun. Cause a little cra- craziness up in the balcony section. It'll you said this is on Saturday? It's a Saturday? Next Saturday. So not this yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday's so your whatever. day. I know, exactly. I know Saturday's your day, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be great. A little B's matinee game versus the Islanders would be fantastic. Get a couple of boys, get together, go into the city, have a great day. So we look up tickets for this great Saturday. Only tickets available are resale. They don't sell through the Bruins anymore. They don't sell through the Garden anymore. It's only available through Ticketmaster, StubHub, SeatGeek, whatever it is. So it's all resale. So it's going to be more expensive. Cheapest ticket. Last row balcony, Saturday's game versus the Islanders, $175 for the Whoa. cheapest ticket to that game, to a random game versus the lowly Islanders who stink this year, $175. We say this can't be right. Let's look at individual tickets. Individual tickets, $175. So my buddy's like, all right, this is too much. I'm going to call or go down to the box office. Maybe that's it. We'll avoid the resale fees. We'll avoid all the fees on Ticketmaster, which are crazy. They like quadruple the tickets with the fees and taxes and all that stuff. I'll go. We'll get the physical ones like the olden days. You know all about that. He goes to the garden box office today, asks them how much for two tickets for this. Cheapest they had, $300 a pop. $300 at the box office. So with that, I say I am no longer a fan of the Boston Bruins. I am not a fan of a team that just spits in the face of their fans like this, just gouges them their hard-earned money. $175, that's more than Kenny Chesney at Gillette, who hasn't played there in four years, which is the most coveted concert ticket in New England this summer. That is more than that. He's playing there two nights. The Bees play 41 games, 171. I know it's on the total opposite side of the spectrum. My brother just moved out to Arizona. He went to a Coyotes game for $4.50. And I know that's way to the other side, but we got it. 175. I like, are you kidding me? And they're so not this is a monetary good. thing for you. This is a monetary thing. It's just, it's insane. It's, it's a off the ice. Thing. It's not an on the it's ice. It's not on the ice. Really it's a principal thing. I can't support a team that doesn't care about its fans. And I'm just sick of, be, of being in Boston. I hear it about it all the time. My buddy, the same one from Dallas. I went to a Rangers game, Texas Rangers game when I was down there. Five bucks sat front row in the uh, at the Texas Rangers Stadium. I went to a Mariners game, literally like ten minutes before the game. Ten bucks for a ticket. Bounced around wherever I want to go. It's just it's insane. I went to Fenway last summer, Sox Yanks, paid like a hundred bucks for a ticket and sat behind a light pole. It's just it's so expensive. It's so insane. Patriots games, it's like three hundred bucks if you want a ticket. Then you throw in the parking and all that stuff. It's just it's insane how expensive all this stuff is. There's got to be a cap on it. They're making so much money as it is. Red Sox are making all this money. Who are they spending the money on? Not Schwarber, not Freddie Freeman. Who did the bees signed? When was the last big name guy they signed? Taylor Hall, bust. I mean, come on, what are we doing here? You know, it's just it's just asinine how expensive this has gotten. So I'm no longer a fan of the Boston Bruins. I love I love this. Keep going. Why you stop? This is a this That's is a, it. a rant. This is a rant. A Kyle Wakefield rant. I have, the likes I have not seen in a long, long time. Keep going, my friend. I'm loving every second. It just Go. it was it was it was very frustrating. It's like I mean, it's not like I'm poor. Like I'm not rich by any stretch, you know. But it's like I'm 28. 
I've been working for what, like I had, if it was what 60 bucks for a ticket and I know you're going to spend whatever it's 10 bucks for a beer. Every time you go there, Uber into the city, all this stuff. That's fine. Like I, I can go out in Boston and have a day in Boston, 175 bucks just as to get into the door. And then on top of that, the food, the, any sweat, any pride, whatever swag you want, anything like that. All the beers, all that stuff. It's just like, it is crazy. You're looking at like a $500 event. It's just absolutely crazy to ask people for that. And it's just, it's sad. It's, it's not right. It's a, like these guys, Jacobs is making billions of dollars off it. It's like, dude, you, can you make instead of 3 billion this year, 2.8 billion and knock the ticket prices down a hair, not even 2.8, 2.9996 instead of fucking three. It's just, Ooh, I curse. I never curse on this podcast. You are That's how fire fired right up now. I am. You so, are fired up. I so love yeah, this. I am no longer a fan of the beast. Wow. 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 I just, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are we, can we even talk about the on ice, on ice product or are you just too, too messed up from the, the prices? To be honest, they've been on their West coast swing. I feel like for 19 years. So I haven't seen a game in so long. So you don't even watch the Bruins anymore. I watched, oh, I go to bed so early. I fall asleep at like nine. So I'll, I'll watch the first period, but I'm not even kidding. They're on their West coast swing for two weeks. They're back out West tonight. They're in Minnesota or in Chicago last night. Uh, but I saw, I, I saw a little bit on Saturday. I saw a little bit of their game, but I got into college basketball. Here's another thing. You want a little bit? It just This is the NHL as a whole. This, the, them going on ESPN Plus was the worst marketing thing of all time. There's no national games on anymore. I have no idea what's going on in hockey this year. I literally, I've watched so much more college basketball, which I've never done in my life, than NHL this year. And it's sad. So between the NHL never being on and going behind the paywall on ESPN Plus, which just drives me bonkers, as you've probably seen on Twitter, and then they like trying to get to games and how expand. I just, I don't know. The NHL and the Bruins have left a very poor taste in my mouth as of late. I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Do you need a hug? No, I need cheaper tickets. <laughs> well, Hey, here's to your rant. That was, that was in Sandberger form. Yeah, I'm seriously. proud of you. I'm proud of you, son. Maybe it's the, the the fact that you have a ring on your finger now. Maybe the I know the fact I'm, that I'm a big married, complainer now. I just complain you're a complainer. About you just husband. whine. You cry, especially about money, because you know it's all going to your wifey yeah. now. So that's I mean, true. I, I I get it. I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. Um, look, we don't have to talk about the on ice stuff. I, I I'll I'll speak for you because yeah, I, I am a fan, and so everybody knows if I haven't said this yet, I, I don't watch regular season hockey. The only hockey that I watch, let me let me rewind. I, I watch third periods only in the regular season. The first two periods, I just can't do. It's just it's not exciting enough for me. I fall asleep. I, I can't focus on game 14 in, uh, in November of, you know, season 500. I just can't. So I watch third periods and I watch playoff hockey. As we all know, playoff hockey is the best playoff format in all of sports. So I know you'll still be watching playoff hockey. Whether if I can find it, if it's on Bruins TV. Or, you'll find it all. I'll send you the links. Don't worry. Whether it's on Apple TV or Hulu or, or Twitch or whatever it is, I'll make sure you have it. This Bruins team, so, so you know, since you're not a fan, and I'll just touch on it for 30 seconds, they're playing really, really well. They're not a Stanley Cup contender as it stands. The trade deadline is this Monday. They have four days left to make a deal. They need to make two deals. They need to get a top six forward. Hurdles they need off to the go. table. That's fine. 
they, there's plenty of players out there that are uh, on the market and they need a left shot uh, D-man uh, to, to pair with McAvoy or to put in the second pairing. They need those two things if they want to really have people take them seriously. And Don Sweeney needs to sell some of the draft picks that he never uses correctly anyway yeah, and make that because this is the last run. This is the window. This is it's the this last, year. This is it. It's Pull it. The LA Rams. Gone. Do what the Rams did. Do it Rams style, baby. Bergeron is gone. There's no Chara coming through the, the, the door. Okay. Uh, Good. In his Thank goodness game. he's not coming through the door. Thank we don't goodness, need Chara. It would take four hours for the guy to get through the door anyway because he's so slow and so old. Uh, you know, Marshan, yeah, I, I would keep Marshan. As much trouble as he causes, he's still your top offensive player. I know Pasta's scores goals. Right. And Pasta's having a career year. Pasta has – David Pasternak has – I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like 32, 33 goals already or something crazy. He has the most He's, goals I mean, since January 1st, I know. Yeah, but they're top-heavy. I wrote this article back for Dirty Water. I, a I was scanning it. I said, oh, that's a yeah. lot of insight for someone who only watches one period. <laughs> you, were, you were reading the cliff notes, right? I, was, they, I they just have, wanted to see how long it was. I didn't read any they, of it. They, I said they have, they're, they're top-heavy. And they are. They have Pasternak. They have Marsha and they have Bergeron. And then T- Taylor Hall makes a nice play here or there. Charlie Coyle here or there. Uh, but they don't have a guy that you can count on to give those guys a break to score that goal when you need it. A guy like, um, oh, my God, what's his name? From back in the, the cup run in 2011. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Help what? me out. The, the Canadian guy. Uh, Michael Ryder. Michael Ryder. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, a Michael Ryder, you might not not even been born yet. A Ryder or a Nathan Horton. Michael Ryder. Like, I could name the entire 2011 roster. Now that was a okay, hockey fine. team. A lot of sand. Okay, that was a hockey team. So I'm saying you need one of those two guys. Something like that. You need that, that whole roster. Add. They're all they're all retired and you know living in Florida, you're playing golf right now. If they're even still alive, but those that kind of player and somebody on the back end to protect your now number one goalie, Jeremy Sway, Jeremy Swayman. He's your guy. Which makes the Tuka Rask thing, Kyle, even more frustrating. What were they doing? They had a number one in Swayman the whole uh, time. They lit a fire under him. I'll, I'll give him that. He wasn't. He was playing fine, and then as soon as they brought Tuka back, he went down, and came back up. He's been the best, one of the best goalies in the league. So, I don't hate it. It worked out. It worked out. You ride a hot goalie into the into the Stanley Cup Finals, and I'm fine with that. And they have that guy who can probably take him there. That's all I'll say. I, that's what I, I mean. You build this team around. Yeah, I mean, you build from from the net out. That's how you build in hockey. You can use that in your next article if you want. I don't even need credit. Swayman, they got the swag man. They got their goalie. Charlie McAvoy, they got a young stud defenseman locked up long term. They got their guy. They got David Postnak, who's not old. Like, Postnak's only 25, 26. He's been around for a while, but he's not old. And then you keep Marshan, obviously. And then, like you said, the window's over this year. But, oh, those three, four guys, because obviously, and then Marshy becomes the next captain. Those four guys are who you build around. Marshy has some years left. Those Wait, are the say, three, your four, say your four guys again. I was not. I was totally not paying attention. Swayman, McAvoy, Pasta, Marshan. Those okay. are the four. Specifically, Pasta, uh, Swayman, and McAvoy. Those guys are all under twenty-five years old, or at least twenty. I don't know how old Pasta is, but he's right right around that age. You have the next ten years around those guys. You got to build up with them. Build around them, I, like you said. This year, go for the cup run. Go all in. This is the last chance you got. I think you owe it. To Bergeron, you owe it to Marshan, you owe it to these older guys. But this is the year you go for it, and if it doesn't work, boom, blow it up, blow it up, I, and build I, around those four. Yeah, 
I agree with you on three of the four. Uh, I wrote this in, in the in another article. I said Marshand, uh, McAvoy, and Swayman you keep. And Pasta, you know, I, I, I do love the guy, but he's one of the guys I mentioned as, as possible trade bait after no. this season. And again, you don't trade a 50 another, goal score. No, no, hold on. You might because no, you can you get don't a do it. big just let me let me give you my point. I think you can. And the reason being is because he has not been a playoff producer. He never has been. And you need a guy like Marshan who can contribute when the time is there and when the time when it's needed for a guy like that. And 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 the other reason for that for giving giving away a, not giving away but trading a pasta is because he can bring back a huge return. And you need to get younger. You need to get more talented, and you need to add pieces. You don't have those pieces because if you're going to be losing a Bergeron, you're going to be losing a Pasternak, you're going to be losing some of the other veteran guys that you have. You need to add depth to that roster because it's going to be a rebuild it's going to be a couple years before we even get back to you know a four or five type of seed you know a, a middle playoff type of team that's just my opinion i mean i hear you if you want to take and trade all four i mean you want to keep all four that's fine too it's just a little bit less stuff you're going to get in return well, that's some good insight from a guy who only watches uh third periods i mean it's not that i don't i don't study I don't read. I don't, uh, you know, do my research on this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the game. No, are that you was a college. Takes? No, in college I plagiarized. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right here, right on air. If the cops come tonight and take me away, fine. That's how I, I graduated. I plagiarized my entire thesis senior year. Boom. That is. Where'd you go? Clown college. Yeah, clown college. I went to cl- CC. They call it CC. I have a sweatshirt. Just CC. Where did you Listen, go? Listen. I went to Union College in Schenectady, New York. I know Beautiful Union Schenectady. National Champs, 2014. Oh, baby, don't talk dirty to me. That's, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, division. Uh, you're talking hockey, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, the Dutchman. The Dutchman we represented, and that's that's a 2000 uh, person uh, school. That Dude, won there was the, a little V1 championship. Quick college hockey uh, minute. There was a rip. Yeah, because people care. It was Union, Yale. Quinnipiac. I don't think Quinnipiac ever won. I think they lost in the finals. Yale, Union, Quinnipiac was in the finals, and one other small school, Providence, that all won. Like all Northeast, two, three thousand person schools that all won, which is wild for uh for like a D one national championship. Kind of cool. Can you spell Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac. Can you spell I N N I P I A C. No, I have no idea. That I could was have been gonna right. say, I'm it's just pretty a really sure difficult I know that. word. It's spelled tra- exactly how it sounds. Quinn. I've been practicing spelling with my six-year-old, and that's not a word I'm going to give her because I couldn't. I can't even spell that. Listen, don't get it in her listen. head. It's like 60k a year to go there. <laughs> don't worry, I don't have that right now. Uh, real quick, um, I got dinner know, in seven minutes, so let's. Yeah, wrap my this computer's puppy up. dying too. I love it. We're on the same page. Red Sox, Celtics. Just a quick, a quick minute on each. I know you don't know anything about either, but is there either one of those teams? Baseball. You mentioned the Red Sox. I know what, a lot about take? the Red Sox. Celtics, I'll what's be honest, take? I don't know a whole lot. What's your on take the then on the Sox? I, yeah, because I, it's not as much Sox, right just on baseball in general. I'm pumped it's back. I love it. All these You're bozos. You're pumped the baseball's back? Yeah, I'm pumped. Dude, I don't get this. There, I love baseball. Like, I want baseball a French kiss you right now. Baseball is perfect. I'm so pumped. They did away with Would the Would your gimmicks. wife mind if I French kissed you right now? No, she'd love it. The, okay. I'm so done. Like they're they're the gimmicks are gone. There's not the guy on second in extra innings. They're not the seven innings. I love that. Out. I love that. Oh, it's back to how it should be. 162 games. It's just it's. I've said this a million times. Baseball is sporting comfort food. 
It's just there when you need it. It's there every time you want to watch something from April until September. It is on. And it's just, it almost it, wasn't. It almost wasn't. I know. And just it sucks because like you can get away with the NHL. You have college hockey if you need that fix, and then you also have the NBA and the NFL run over. NFL, I could whatever do without. I got my college football. NBA, I like college basketball better. I could do without NBA too. Baseball, you get your college baseball, which is great. I don't know if you've seen on Twitter. I have been pushing college baseball. I am a massive fan of college baseball, but it only goes till June. So then you got the dog days when you need sport. You got nothing on during the week. So I'm glad they figured it out. I hate lockouts. They're the most greedy, selfish thing in the entire world. Everyone's like, oh, they, the players need this. Players need I don't care. You play a game for a living. The least you can do is after a hard day's work for the people that literally pay your salaries, put on a little entertainment for us. That's kind of been the theme for me today. I'm not happy with all this stuff. I, I want to be entertained. Um, but I'm just happy it's back. I'm glad they worked it out. There should never be a lockout. I don't know why they wait to start to figure this stuff out. Why don't you start doing it during the season so you don't ever have to worry about lockouts? No one wins in a lockout. I don't care how it Nobody wins. It's always just a bad Millionaires lock, so. versus millionaires, right? It's it's just all stupid. Everyone loses money. You lose. But the whole thing, I heard someone made a good point where it's like, oh, you're going to lose all these fans. Baseball doesn't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. As soon as it ended, no one was talking about, oh, the lockout. They were talking about, oh, baseball's back. No one was like, oh, they had a lockout. I'm not watching anymore. I know you're looking for that younger demographic. And I don't really, I don't know if I buy as much as they're pushing that narrative that baseball's dead. I think it's alive and well. But you're going to keep the baseball fans. I know you want the younger audience, but they'll, they'll figure that out. They'll do a little better marketing. I know their whole thing with Twitter, which they don't allow their uh, clips to go on. They'll, they'll wake up and realize that at some point. But baseball's doing just fine. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the Red Sox season. And I like how it's not starting. They, they end the lockout and it starts in like July. Like they got it. They're, they're missing a week and they're playing all the games and they just pushed it back a week. So shout out to baseball for figuring it out. Not being total bozos. You know what I love about baseball? It's sort of to your point. It is sort of like a comfort food. It's one of those things where when there's nothing else on, there's no hockey game. There's no basketball game. Football season doesn't start until the fall. You don't want to watch The Bachelor or Desperate Housewives. You're just hanging around the house. You're making your mac and cheese. And every single night, there's a game on. Every single night. And, yeah, the product is is painful at times. The games are too long. I don't, there's going to be a pitch Don't watch clock. the whole game, then. If you don't want to watch, you don't have to watch the whole game. Tune in like you did the ninth inning. Like in the third, you know? Like, it's not meant to be consumed 162 times for three hours a night. It's not meant for that. You know, it's just no one's watching golf for from Thursday till Sunday, unless you're a super fanatic watching every single player on every single round on the golf. It's just like, that's not how it's meant to be consumed for, especially not for the casual fan, you know? So market the players, get the games on primetime. I think they did a, do a good job on ESPN doing the Sunday night baseball and doing a lot of primetime games, but baseball's fine. It is doing fine. Yeah. I hear you. And, and I, I, as you know, I love, I love the game. I grew up a, a baseball fan from, from age two really. And, and kind of came out of the womb with a baseball in my hands and a glove in, in one of my others. And, and I just love, I love going to the park and, and watching the grass grow and the smell of uh, popcorn and hot dogs and the pitcher and the catcher warming up. It's just, it's just one of those things you associate with summer and 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 spring and and when spring training wasn't starting, it was kind of like, 
oh god, the the winners extended, and I'm glad they got it resolved finally because it was a dead sport already. It's you know fourth in the in the the top four of professional teams. No, so dude, it blows hockey out of the water ratings. No, 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 no. Regular season maybe. Are but, you saying hockey, what you like? You like it? Or are you saying like Americans? no? Not me. I'm talking about for popularity. Purposes. Oh no, uh, hockey is so far behind baseball. No, I'm saying right now the way the the status of Major League Baseball, especially after this 90 day, 99 day lockout, I think it's fourth right now. Not I think you can make an close. listen. No, no, but listen, I think you can make an argument either way. Obviously, football is number one, and basketball is number two. There's no arguing there in this country. But hockey and 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 uh, baseball are are close. They're neck and neck. For Dude, those you, it's it's because we're in Boston. If you go down south, they don't even know what the NHL is. You know, it's because like, they don't have ice. It's not warm enough. They don't even play. They play exactly. in Florida. But, but Kyle, the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup uh And guess what? The no one's at, They're in and, Florida. And no one's at those games because no one cares. No one does care. You're right. But do they care about the Florida Marlins, the Miami Marlins? Not Brad, though, no, because they're an awful fan base. I agree. Oh, in Florida, I think, in still, general. I mean. But, no, if you look at the numbers, if you look at ratings and whatnot, and all that, baseball – blows it out and it's just like that's just the way it's always been it's just hockey's not as popular in america you know it's like it's like saying you'd flip it and whatever in canada but no baseball's alive and well but let's get your final thoughts let's wrap this puppy up yeah i know your uh your mac and cheese is is about to go off in the the microwave sausage sausage lucky you yeah i just uh real quick my final thought is on the celtics um they, they have a big one tonight they're uh, playing on the West Coast, as you said. Golden State. With, yeah, the Bruins also are on the West West Coast. But I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to watch this one tonight. Steph Midwest, Curry. Minnesota. Uh, yeah, Clay Thompson. You, I mean, that team is, is one of the teams that puts fear in my eyes if you're a Celtics fan. I think it's going to be a really good test. Jason Tatum has come out of his shell as of late. For me, the big thing here with this team moving forward as they head to the playoffs is the emergence of Jalen Brown. He really has to he has to show up as that number two guy behind Tatum because Tatum is carrying the load. And this is a Celtics team that does not have a lot of depth. And Brown is that number two star. He's that number two stud. And he hasn't been performing, whether it's from injury or or whatever. He's not been uh, Tatum's number two. And he, he really has to be that right-hand man if this team wants to make the promised land. And they have a chance. They do. I'm not saying they're the favorites. But they have a chance to go all the way. I'm excited to watch this. The winter sports teams are giving us hope for a deep playoff run in each of the of the uh, sports. So, uh, hey, let's go seize. Let's go. Let's do it. Come on, guys. Take this team down. Let's let's get a couple uh, rolling here because the playoffs are a long a long marathon, and 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 you don't have a deep team. You've got a lot of injury prone players. You're gonna have to find a way to get lucky, get some bounces, and uh, and let's roll, baby. What do you got? You got a final thought? March Madness kicks off tomorrow. I guess technically started today or yesterday, rather, with the first four in. Uh, Tennessee, my Tennessee Volunteers will be national champs this year. They just won the SEC for the first time, I think since like 76. They are a wagon. They have, how about this for a little basketball insight? They can shoot the threes. They got big men up there. They got one big guy that's big dude from Serbia, and uh, they pound the paint, grab rebounds. They dominate all three categories of the game. Tennessee Volunteers win the national championship. I'm excited. Like I said, this is the first year I got into college basketball. And by doing so, I got into a little bit of uh, putting some action on the game. So we're going to run through just today's. If you want some winners, because this will be out tonight before you see tomorrow. 
Michigan minus one, South Dakota State plus two, Memphis minus three, Tennessee minus 18, Norfolk State plus 20 and a half, Richmond plus 10 and a half, North Carolina minus three and a half, Georgia State plus 23 and a half, UConn minus six and a half, Kentucky minus 18, Indiana plus three, Creighton plus two, Vermont plus five. They're going to go on a little run. Watch Vermont. They're going to the Sweet 16. Murray State minus two, UCLA minus 13 and a half. Okay, Kansas okay, that's minus that's 20 enough. and a half. That is tonight's slate. I'm putting action on all the games. If you want to ride, ride with Mr. CBB. And if you actually want to win, this is my lock of the lock of the whole tournament. SEC conference to win it all plus 340. Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky, all three legit contenders, two or three seeds in the tournament. Bet on the SEC. I got an all SEC final four. I got those three plus Alabama in there. So March Madness kicks off. Let's do it. March Madness, St. Patty's Day. Big Thursday tomorrow. There you go. You heard it first here. Tennessee Volunteers will win the NCAA championship. Uh, Kyle, the kid, the Kyle, the married kid, Wakefield now declares that. So we'll touch base on that as we move forward into the future. We'll touch a little more on the Red Sox next time. We'll see what the Patriots have done, if anything. Uh, you can follow us uh, at Sam Berger Show on Twitter and Instagram, S-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R-S-H-O-W, and also Dr. Kicks. Uh, what is it? At Dr. Kicks? I forgot. It's been so yeah. long since we talked. At Kino Radio. No. I'm At the, Kino Radio. I'm off the socials till Easter, though. Gave it up for Lent. So after you gave Easter. it up for Lent. All right. Forget about the cleanse. socials for Kyle. Little social media cleanse. Good for you. God bless, brother. And uh, you can check out my articles at Dirty Water Sports, dirtywatermedia.com. Check me out uh, from time to time on 98.5 Sports Hub. And thanks for listening. One time. One time. Well, hopefully there'll be more. And uh, it's the Sam Burgess Show. We had a lot of fun. We went all over the place, but we're going to be more focused next time, and we're going to have even more fun. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your mac and cheese, Kyle. Peace out, everybody. And we're going to work on uh, concluding the episodes and wrapping them up in a timely manner.